Hey, this is Andrew, and we are doing another Keyforge set review. This time, we're going to be looking at all the Shadows cards in Worlds Collide, and I have with me my nephew, Cadence. Hi, Cadence. Hello. Uh, so, Cadence has been playing Keyforge since it first came out, really. And, uh, Cadence, what's your favorite thing about Keyforge? Very unpredictable, yet predictable if you know uh more about that makes sense yeah yeah totally there's a lot of a lot of randomness but you can kind of learn to control it as you go uh and cadence had the uh i guess prestige of of going four two at the last vault tour he attended although he's he's been lucky enough to get out to three all the same ones as i have so that's been fun uh, cool. Okay, so let's start off then with uh, with the, the my intro questions. Uh, when you open up a deck, Cadence, and you see, okay, it has shadows on it. When you open up specifically a Worlds Collide deck and you see it has shadows on it, what types of capabilities are you hoping to get out of the deck, out of shadows in the deck? Uh, hopefully a lot of control depends on I mean there's a lot more control cards in uh Worlds Collide so you can get it's a lot of creature control compared to just amber control in the previous sets but you can get definitely a lot of it from uh, uh no yeah. safety in numbers and uh too much to protect yeah yeah totally yeah there's a lot of um it's amazing, really, how many Shadows cards have Steel on them. Um, there's also, like you were saying, there's quite a lot of just direct damage where you're plinking creatures for one, two, three damage and uh, and hopefully keeping the board clean. That way you don't necessarily want to do a ton of fighting, but uh, there are a lot of ways to kill stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, there are also some uh some ways to purge creatures which is nice some ways to force your opponent to discard random cards and uh shadows likes to do some random elements uh themed around gambling logos does some randomness that tends to be focused on uh drawing or archiving or otherwise manipulating your own deck whereas shadows tends to be a little more money focused uh, or about like playing an opponent's random card although we, we don't have Merkins in this set but a little bit more randomness that includes your opponent uh, cool so Kings, when you see that you have shadows on the deck what other house would you most like to have with it uh, one of the better ones is untamed mm -hmm. not just because you get extra amber control uh, key charge is great with it. Mm -hmm. uh, the, and uh, you probably want uh, either Saurian or Brobnar. Brobnar, because you can just board wipe them constantly. And Saurian uh, can definitely go with some of the capturing cards. Mm -hmm. and, and also has some big creatures as well. Yeah, Top. yeah. So for, for my choice, I picked Logos. And my reasoning was that Logos just does a, such a great job of helping accelerate you through your deck and put away key components for when you need them. 
Uh, and because Shadows is around Amber Control, there are some cards that are really lame at certain moments, right? Because if your opponent has zero, then stealing three isn't very good. Um, so uh, it, it's really helpful to be able to tuck cards away earlier, especially like you mentioned, too much to protect. It's a great archive target. So I really like Logos to help me manage the, the Shadows cards that are going to have a big impact on the game. Um, so I, I'll go first on the combo. Um, the, I'll, I'll start with just two cards, but then, um, then I'm going to add a third in. Um, I got to see somebody already playing with Ronnie Wrist Clocks and Hit and Run. And that was just uh, devastating because you get one or two steal from the Ronnie and then hit and run does two damage to, you know, one of your opponent's creatures. And then you get to return the Ronnie to your hand, play it again and, and get even more steal. Uh, yeah, I it, actually, mm -hmm. actually have that combo in one of my decks. Awesome. So yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I think it was, I think it must have been your deck then. And then if I could add a third card into that combo, it would be Brend. Uh, the fanatic because being able to you know if your opponent's at six you can play the brand push them up to seven play ronnie steal two dropping them down to five hit and run putting two on the brand now you're almost to where you'll get that kill it and get three steal and then play the ronnie out again and get a, a third steal from it uh there's just like some amazing stuff you can do with that setup and you can easily get if you had another card to knock combo, you can easily get to that threshold of six to friend steal with too much protect. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite combo in World's Collide Shadows? It's actually another combo I have in that deck, which is uh, Inky Gloom and Into the uh, Inky Gloom stops them from reaping, and Into the Night stops them from fighting from, with non shadows cards. So if they don't have shadows, they're locked out with creatures. Oh yeah, you just you just got a free turn. Yeah. That's crazy. Cool. Um, and then I know you said you had two legacy cards marked down. What are they? That that you would love to get as legacies in a shadows deck. Uh. One is shadow, or one is a uh, urchin. Mm -hmm. Uh, because of your planking cards, you can uh, get your benefits after right after stealing one. Oh, really right. bad. And then another one that planks from the last set. Uh, uh, whistling darts. Mm -hmm. Gets you an amber and then planks all of them. So if they have two powers out, you can plank them again. Mm -hmm. Whatever you have. Yep. Yep, that seems good. Um, that, so I, I also wrote down two. I couldn't keep myself to one. I think... Probably the, the correct answer as far as game impact is it would be great to have Miasma back. Um, that's just such a, oh, a yeah. good card for, you know, stalling stalling them out for a turn. Sometimes so you can get a bigger seal too much to protect or sometimes just to lock the, the game win in. Um, and then the other card I felt like was a little bit missing is uh, Nerve Blast. There's not something quite in that slot, I feel like in the in the current set there's you know it does the steal one and then deal two damage to something and um there is still a ton of seal but it's from looking through the we'll i'll see maybe i'll change my mind after we read through it all but that seems like most of the steel in this set is slightly slower it, it requires you to have the creatures on the board first for the most part yeah 
base closest thing that is hit and run with the mm -hmm. Ronnie, something like right. that. But even that is two cards. Yep. It's, you can get the same effect with a uh, urchin and nerve blast in set one. Yep. Uh, yeah. So and then if I could have a any maverick, I think the maverick I would go with is nature's call. Um, it, it would benefit Shadows, in, which is, a, a of course, an untamed card. But Nature's Call would benefit Shadows in a couple ways. Uh, first off, there are some Shadows cards that you would want to get the play effect again, like your Ronnie or maybe even a Snecklift or something like that. Uh, but also, Nature's Call is good soft board control, and, um, and it gives some cover for some of your other creatures that want to reap or, or you know, action to do work. Um, and so it serves both purposes in Shadows and I think would make a great Maverick. Uh, my Maverick was a... Uh, most key cheats are just amazing. There's mm -hmm. a reason why the two key cheats in Shadows are terrible. Mm -hmm. And that's because they can get insane Ambergen mm -hmm. with too much protect and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And a plus two key cheat is always worse than uh keep charge which is mm -hmm. just insanely good. good yeah yep okay and then uh what what anomaly would you like to see in shadows memolith with uh a de definitely with too much protect yeah that, just... that's that's what i get to yep memolith <laughs> and anything in shadows is amazing yeah, totally. Especially against uh, some set two and set three decks because they have less uh, artifact control. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and start diving into the cards then. Uh, so the first one, and we're just going through them in uh, in numeric order as they appear numerically. So we'll be going through commons, then uncommons, then rares. And uh, so the first one we have here is A-Vinda, which is a four power elf thief. Uh, A-Vinda has the reap effect to deal one damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, your opponent discards a random card from their hand. That's, that's okay. No, the only downside I see with it is it's basically a uh, mind barb or... It, mm -hmm. sh the Shadows version in this set, which, although you can do it many times, it has the drawback of having to kill a creature with one damage. Yeah, although, you know, I'll say even, like, Reap, deal one damage to a creature is not bad. Like, I don't even, I don't hate that. Uh, no, and then it's all. just occasionally going to be a nice little benefit. So, yeah, seems fine to me. Uh, cool, and you can cover yeah. the... Oh, so, th so the next one goes really well with it, right? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bad Penny. Super old card, uh, just return it back to your hand when it's killed. So yep. you have a Vend out, you play Bad Penny, get rid of it, discard it. Or yep. You have to discard it. Yeah, and Bad Penny's been in every set so far, so this is a... Nice Shadows staple, but she's a one-power human thief uh, with the destroyed ability Return Bad Penny to your hand. Cool. Uh, I'll read this next one, and then 
Uh, if you want to read the one after that, we'll, we'll, we can play it that way. Uh, so Breaker Hill is a one-power elf thief with elusive, and each of Breaker Hill's neighbors gains action steal one. Uh, I'll be really interested to see how this works out. This seems like a very interesting card to me. Oh, yeah. It can be very, very weird. Although it's great with uh, things that only have play effects, such as Dr. Escotera. Mm -hmm. Although you're not going to be getting Dr. Escotera very often in set three. Right. No, that that's a good point, right? Because it's, it's action, so... Uh, you know, if your opponent, if you're, if the card has a reap effect, it won't be able to do this and take advantage of that reap effect. Um, but I'm always interested to see. Like, I love Dusk Runner uh, because it gives you the opportunity to do some stealing outside of your shadows turns, uh, and I like that Breaker Hill gives that, uh, you know, gives you the a chance at having that sort of thing happen. Yeah. That's a another thing about shadows is it doesn't have a whole lot of out of uh, out of house stuff mm -hmm. it's mostly upgrades that do that mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. a cool card to see where it just basically guarantees that it's a new house unless you have more shadows mm -hmm. out of creatures mm -hmm. yep totally okay cool why don't you read the next one and then one of the ones we already talked about hit and run deal two damage to your creature return a friendly creature to your hand yep it's can definitely be a good card, although there are a few, there aren't a whole lot of play effects that you can get in Shadows, sadly. Yeah, I feel like there are less in this set than in previous sets. Um, so that that is a little bit of a bummer. Although you know it could work with out of uh, you know other houses cards too, um, and. And if you have something that has some damage on it, like this, that's that's fine. So yeah, seems good. Uh, cool. Okay. So, oops. There we go. Next one is Hawk. Hawk is an action with a bonus amber, and it has the play effect: destroy an artifact. If you do gain an amber. This is just a plain good card. Mm -hmm. In most cases, uh, you can just. Because there is not a whole lot of plain artifact control. You got Poltergeist, mm -hmm. Ice Widget, which is pretty good. But that's there are very few Amber Control cards, and having one in Shadows that mm -hmm. can gain you two Ambers. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also, I think it's it's cool that they reference Orb of Wonder, which is an anomaly here. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, there's this, if you look at the card art, there's this giant, uh, maybe gorilla looking thing that's uh towing this you know this carriage and uh i wonder if i don't know it, it just seems a little odd shadows doesn't generally have a lot of big hulking creatures so who knows what that thing is all i know yeah, is i'm scared very clear that it's shadows and not an out of house thing because of uh the patches on it yeah yeah or it's like the Shadows logo, which is on basically every creature that I've seen. Yep. Cool. All right, why don't you read the next one? Uh, Hugger Mugger. It's a bit of a weird one. Has elusive and play capture one. Then if your opponent has more forged keys than you, steal one. Yeah. It's a, it's an odd card, but it can definitely be very good, especially with, with uh, Selwyn. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's three power. So yeah, if your opponent is not ahead, then this is worse than say old Bruno, which would capture three, but it's not that much worse. I think it's fine. Uh, and that possibility of stealing one, it seems pretty good. So I don't mind it. I think, um, shadows has a few like catch up type type effects. And this is one of those. So that's good. Uh, okay, so then the next one is Inky Gloom. You mentioned this one. It's an action that uh, says your opponent cannot use creatures to reap on their next turn. That is, that's really strong. Giving your opponent a whole turn where they just can't reap is, uh, is really good. <laughs> yeah, especially good if you're behind in board state. It just forces them to fight your elusive creatures. Right. And then especially if you uh another card's coming up, if you can enrage one of them. Mm. So it's a very similar effect. But yep. getting them to fight not a bad effect when they have to fight a lose. Yeah. Um so so Jay Venda is I think the it looks like the brother of Avenda, which was the first card we saw. And Javenda is a two power elf thief with elusive, and it has the reap effect deal a damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, steal an amber. That is that seems real good. And I feel like between this and Avenda, like I there are reasons to keep Bad Penny out, which I I almost never felt was true in either previous set. So The thing about having Bad Penny, it's not just a plain one power. It's you get it for both effects. Mm -hmm. So you're you have uh, both uh, you're basically getting a Nerve Blast and uh, Mine are out of Pukri uh, mm -hmm. Especially gaining the amber and being able to do that over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, it seems good. Uh, cool. Okay, you want to do the next one? Uh, sure. So, Keymore Eclipse. This one's definitely can be great, which is shuffle each flying creature into its owner's deck. Mm -hmm. It's so weird because it gets you, you can get your play effects back into your deck, mm -hmm. and then you can get rid of their, like, strong cards that they just played. Mm -hmm. Especially if they played, like, an abate or shred or something. Mm -hmm. Just give, give me my stuff back instantly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I think it's it's uh, ideally good soft board control, right? You're keeping those creatures off the board, but uh, and you have a little more control over what gets hit, uh, but you don't have tons of control, right? Because you you don't get to decide what your opponent has out on the flank. Um, so yeah, it's a little yeah. it's a little interesting that way. Yeah. Um, it's significantly we'll worse than. And uh, Lost in the Woods, which right. is 
Right, which gives you an amber in addition to letting you pick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would be interesting um, if you got a, uh, I guess, a Legacy Maverick Spectral Tunneler here. Uh, <laughs> that's a little, uh, a little much, but you know, you could potentially make a third of your opponent's creatures, a third one of them, be flank. Yeah. And only uh, I've ever seen yeah. uh, the. The part of Spectral Tunneler where it makes the creature flank come into effect. Yeah, it's it's, effect. it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare. But you never know. Uh, cool. Okay, uh, go for it. Uh, was that you? Oh, you, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, Mug. Gain an amber. Uh, you play effect. You move one amber from a creature to your pool. Uh, deal two damage to that. Yep. Uh, so, so it goes pretty well with Hugger Mugger, considering it keeps it alive. But mm -hmm. you can also use it just to get an amber back from an enemy, especially with Saurian and. Yeah, and also if there's no amber on a creature, then this is basically just deal two damage because the the second part is not going to be contingent on the first. There's no uh, because of do as much as you can. Even if you can't move an amber from a creature to your pool, you, you can still deal two damage to a creature. And so. The thing that makes it uh, good is the fact that it gains you an amber immediately. You can get uh, two amber and deal two damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, in the right conditions, that's pretty good. Totally. Cool. Uh, so Pestering Blow is an action with a bonus amber. And its play effect is deal one damage to a creature and enrage it. This is one of the things I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, getting it to enrage is pretty great when you're doing it on like a... Something like a Tesmol or something. Just mm -hmm. forces them to... So, so you're not having to deal, deal with stuff. You have to fight your thing for a turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good on creatures with a reap effect. And because this is a new effect, I'll just explain it really quickly. So when a creature is enraged, it gets a token on it. That that works similar to, like, stun. But as long as it has that token, uh, if it can fight, then it can't reap. Uh, if, if you use it, you have to fight with it. So it is a, a good way to keep, a, you know, a particular creature from being able to reap for at least one use. And it's, it's you know, there's that the card we looked at that uh, prevents the Inky Gloom that prevents all creatures from, all your opponent's creatures from reaping on their next turn. Pestering Blow, that creature, you know, they might not even choose that house next turn. And that token's still going to stay on it, on that creature until, you know, until they actually go to and, and fight with it. So, um it sticks around a bit longer, even though obviously it's only affecting one creature. Cool. Uh, why don't you go for it? This is this is a great card. Uh, Ronnie Wrist Clock, steal one. If your opponent has seven or more, steal two instead. Yep. It's just a good card. 
there was the there was that weird ruling at one of the vault tours where if you only stole two if your opponent had a uh, eight where if you st you stole one if your opponent yeah. still had seven or more you would steal another just didn't make a whole lot of sense yeah that's yeah that's weird i would <laughs> yeah that's fine it didn't stand uh yeah so so yeah it is if your opponent has 7 then the steel 2 completely replaces the steel 1 and and uh it's not looking back it, it's all processed at the same time uh but yeah being able to potentially steal 2 is uh very good being able to steal 1 is is really good so the only I like thing it. i would say uh makes it uh could make it worse than urchin mm -hmm. is the fact that it has an extra power so it can't synergize as well with the vendas yeah yeah that's true um although you know that also makes it more useful in other ways so i think it's a bit of a yeah. trade-off there i mean it's not a huge downside considering it's just getting more yeah. power instead of you getting some effects yep Cool. Um, so next up is Simon. Simon's a one power alien thief. It's very interesting. Uh, it has skirmish and the fight effect is put the creature Simon fights on top of its owner's deck. Um, so it's it looks it's almost like a collector worm from Mars or something like a collector worm decided to come join shadows. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it's very weird. It's it's another form of creature control, which mm -hmm. is just great in shadows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, that is great because the you know if if the creature that you're fighting has um has elusive, all the better, right? Because you you don't really care about dealing that damage. You just want to put it on top of the opponent's deck and hopefully clog it up and annoy them. Uh, mm -hmm. This is like extra good if your opponent has, you know, if your opponent has a Brend on the board, this is just fantastic. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Just give me the Amber. Yep. You don't get, you, when you do get to steal it, you'll be stealing nothing at that point. Right. Yeah, brutal. It'll be no net. <laughs> and then it was a pretty funny errata before they fixed it. Used to be an Elf Thief. Oh, nice. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad it's sorted. <laughs> it is now. Cool. Alright, you're up. Trust no one. Steal one. If there are no friendly creatures in play, instead steal one for each house re represented among enemy creatures. To maximum of It's very similar. It has uh, some elements of like how uh, set to Sanctum and Mm -hmm. uh, Star Alliance, with uh, the, how many houses are represented, mm -hmm. is always a pretty interesting effect. Yeah, yeah, and so it is maximum of three, but steel three with without it being alpha or omega is quite strong. This this I feel like is a nice way to catch up if your opponent has board control. Um, this gives you something really great you can do. Anyway, uh, and steel one isn't bad. Like I don't mind having an action that says steel one. I'm I'm quite happy with that. 
And then uh, if you have a creature or two out, you can key more and then use it for however much is still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely the play timing can matter in certain uh, circumstances with a card like this. Yeah. Good point. Um, okay, so the next one is our old friend, Umbra. Uh, Umbra is a two-power elf thief with skirmish and fight steal one. So, pretty simple. He's yep, been around. very simple. Uh, another plank type, except for it's two, so definitely helps get the numbers down. It's always very nice to hit that uh, plank on something after using Yeah, yeah, hitting something for two is fine, right? Definitely. Um, never, almost never bad. Yeah. And, and something inter mm -hmm. and something interesting I forgot to point out this is uh in the new set there's no sanctum mm -hmm. and that means a lot less armor which makes the planking all the more better. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um it, it works a little better. Uh and it's worth noting like Bad Penny this Umbra has been in every single set so far. So I think this is the only the second card so far that uh, has been in every single set. And it's another uh, average, if not slightly above average card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, it's great. Uh, cool. You want to read Yancey? Uh, yeah. Uh, like a Pit Demon. Yancey Yang action, steal one. Yep. Just a first of all card. And basically, one uh, probably where you get a uh, breaker hill from is one of those cards. Mm, he's probably in the in the game. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's five power, which is you know pretty big for something that can steal multiple turns. Uh. Cool. It's so a, mm -hmm. it's a nice protection card, especially if you can get something to give it taunt. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for them to get rid of with direct damage. Uh, why don't you go for the next one too? Uh, Brand the fanatic, skirmish. Play your opponent gains one, destroyed, steal. Steal three. Yep. It is Easy. only a net of two, but having a three power that has skirmish is pretty dang good, especially if you can kill it right afterward. Wait, I I disagree with your math. I think it's a net five. Uh, because how is it a net five? Well, it's net five because assuming assuming you play it and it dies right away, right for some reason, uh, your opponent gains one but then they lose three, so they're now at minus two, and you're at plus three. So that's a that's a five amber swing. Okay. That's your point. Um, now, a card that just says steal three is a six swing, but, um, I mean, this is this is pretty good 
you know, the the uh, annoying thing, the thing you have to be careful of is if your opponent has uh, ways to get it off the board without destroying it, such as something that returns it to your hand or deck or just straight purges it. Then... Just something you definitely have to look out for on an mm -hmm. Archon card and something you yeah. have to be aware of if it's in your sealed deck. Yeah, yeah, because then that destroyed effect won't trigger, so you got to be careful about that. Uh, but if you can get it to trigger, it's quite good. And I actually feel like there are more, there's more of a variety of ways to get it to trigger in this set than there was in Age of Ascension. Although there are a few more cards that can get rid, can uh, bounce it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So, uh, so next up is Chain Gang. This, and hey, Keens, just make sure, um, I think you might be letting go of the button of your push to talk just a little bit too early again. So just be careful okay. of that. Uh, so Chain Gang is a three power elf thief and uh, it has action steal one, uh, but it pairs well with another card called Subtle Chain that we'll get to later. Uh, Subtle Chain's an action, but Chain Gang has, after you play Subtle Chain, Ready Chain Gang. And in that action where you steal one, you shuffle a Subtle Chain from your discard pile into your deck. So that means, assuming you have one of these on the board and a Subtle Chain in your hand, you can steal one, play the Subtle Chain, get the benefit from that, Ready the Chain Gang, steal a, a, steal a second Amber, and put the Subtle Chain you just played back into your deck. Uh, so that you'll oh, draw it great. again later. It is a great combo if you can get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seems real good. Uh, cool. Dusk Runner is an upgrade that has been around since uh, set one. I think this was in yeah, it was. Age of Ascension as well, right? So it's been in all three. Uh, Dusk Runner is an upgrade that gives the creature it's attached to reap steal one. Which is real good. Uh, do no. you? Mm -hmm. uh, it's definitely good with the Vindas. Mm -hmm. And then right. anything else with the Reap effect. So it's just. Do you, would you rather typically play this on a Shadows card or on one of your other houses? What was that? Do you typically prefer to play this on one of your Shadows creatures or on something from another house? Uh, depends. If I have a ready one, I'll probably play it on a one in Shadows, although there are definitely a lot better cards to play it on outside of Shadows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my favorite thing to get it onto is a big twig. Yeah, just power, you just can't kill it. Ever. Yeah, yep, and yeah, great reap effects. Alright, cool, why don't you go ahead. Uh, fidget. Mm -hmm. Two power, elusive, reap. Discard a random card from your opponent's archives or the top card of their deck. If that card was an, is an action, play it as if it were yours. So, almost like a Merkins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really similar. Uh, just a little less, slightly less good uh, in that... It, it, Except for instead of a play effect, it's a reap effect. 
Right, yeah. So it's better in that you can get it over and over again. It's less good in that it only works if you hit an action. So a little, little bit of a trade-off there. Uh, but fun. I, I'm excited about it. Uh, what do you hope to hit when you reap with it? Oh, man. Uh, well, it just it depends on the circumstance, right? Uh, I think Ooh. one of one of my favorite Merkins hits ever was uh, when I Merkinsed into a burn the stockpile, uh, and you know that's that's the kind of thing you could you could do with this card. So, and and you know the cool thing is even if like if it's something in my opponent's archives, I'm probably excited to see it discarded, even if I don't get to play it. Oh yeah. Just, uh, it's definitely another good card to get, uh, Dusk Oh, yeah, yeah, if you could get Dusk Runner on it. Uh, wow. It's a, yep. it's a lot of control with that. It's just yep. a bit easy to kill. Yeah, yep. Oh, man. Yeah, it'd be a real target, but it would make your opponent sad, for sure. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, so, uh, the next one is Hidden Stash. It is a, and then you can do the next couple. Uh, so Hidden Stash is a, an action, gives you a bonus amber, and then you archive a card. Which uh, I love in Shadows because, like I said, Shadows has so much uh, timing, cards that care about timing. And so um, that's why I like it with Logos, but Hidden Stash lets you do that archiving in-house, which is really nice. Uh, should I go on to... Yep, go for it. Okay. So, Into the Night, the other card in the combo. Until your mm -hmm. next turn, non-Shadows creatures can, cannot be used to fight. Nice. It's really nice. It's just a good card. And then, especially paired with the next card. Oh, mm -hmm. man. You just pile it up. Yeah, we'll go for it. Read the next one. Uh, has an amber pip. No safety in numbers. Deal three damage to each creature that belongs to a house that has three or more creatures. So what you do is you... They have a big board. You mm -hmm. lock them out with a inky gloom and into the night. Then you wait until they play more creatures. No safety in numbers. Does, just kills everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're sad. You're happy. Sad. <laughs> nice. Uh, cool. The next one is uh, this one's been around for a while. Uh, Oubliette is a three power. Uh, it's not a three power. It's an action that it does say power three on it. But uh, when you play it, you purge a creature with power three or lower, um, which you know, of course, is like a great way to get rid of a brand. Uh, but it's also just a great way to get rid of something gnarly that you uh, don't want to see again. Get rid of an enemy friend, of course. That doesn't work with yours. Right, yes. You would not want to use it on your own, for sure. Uh, and the reason is because... I, and I had to explain this to somebody in local play the other day. Um, so I know some people uh, get confused about this. Because it just says purge of the creature... It's not destroying it. So a card like 
uh, special delivery says if the creature it says deal three damage to a flank creature, and if the, if that damage destroys the creature, purge it. So there, the creature actually is destroyed. But in the case of Oubliette, there's there's just no destroy event. The creature isn't destroyed; it's simply purged, and so the destroyed triggers wouldn't happen. Uh, and that also means you can use it to get rid of something that has like a biomatrix backup or backup copy, something like that. Again, that would normally keep it from uh, from getting destroyed. This doesn't care about it getting destroyed. It, it just uh, purges it outright. Yeah, it's just another creature control. Yep. Never bad in chat. Yep. Cool. Um, Alright, the next one is another old card. Uh, Skeleton Key. And, and you'll I mean, it's not shocking. We get more of these like repeat cards as we're into uncommon and rare. Uh, it's really the commons where they load the new cards. But uh, Skeleton Key is an artifact, an item, and you can it has the action, uh, a friendly creature captures one. It's a very versatile, versatile card. It's good because it's reusable. Mm -hmm. And then especially with uh, Selwyn capture, it's mine. Mm -hmm. So it's just a steel one with, uh, with that. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you happen to get sell one. But even without that, it's just a good uh, good stalling tactic and can lead to situations where your opponents end up with a bunch that you can too much to protect or something. So works out nicely. Yeah. All right. And it's nice it. with uh, mm -hmm. some like just other cards. It's a, It's a good way to just keep them off the check. Yeah, totally. Okay, go go ahead. Uh, another old card, three in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, special delivery. Um. Uh, has an amber pip. It's an artifact. Has omni sacrifice special delivery. Deal three damage to a flying creature. If that damage destroys that creature, purge it. Yep. Uh, card that's foreshadowing a card that's coming up. It's nice on a skelly caper you have on your side, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Very nice. And then you have a... And it's just a... It's almost an oubliette, except for you gain an amber hip. Mm -hmm. And it's only on a flank creature. And, yeah. and the destroyed effects come into play. Yeah, and you and it's worth noting you can sometimes get the purge on a bigger creature too because I mean let's say you have a seven power creature but it already has four damage well the special delivery can yeah. cause it to be purged then so yeah it's real nice getting rid of the creature that's killing all your guys yeah absolutely uh cool okay next one uh spike trap has an amber pip it's an artifact has omni sacrifice like trap if you do deal three damage to a flank to each flank creature yep oh to each flank creature yep my bad yep no worries yeah that means it, it hits your own as well as your opponents which is interesting it's very good with brand yeah yeah absolutely uh yeah like i said i think there are definitely more ways to deal with him here and i love the flavor text on this one contents one carrot 304 nails uh mm -hmm. 
yeah, 305 um, is also, no, is it a special number? No, I don't think it's a special number. But, yeah, one carat, 305 nails. Uh, okay, and now uh, now we find, finally, we're back to Subtle Chain. So it's interesting, the Chain Gang is, I think, a, um, a common. Um, let me double-check that. Uh, it was an uncommon. It is? Okay. Um, correct, yeah, it's an uncommon. Uh, and Subtle Chain is also an uncommon. So yeah, you're not going to get them together all the time, it seems like. And they're both fine by themselves. So Subtle Chain is almost, I mean, it's really the same card as Mind Barb. You gain an Amber and your opponent discards a random card from their hand. Uh, the, the real madness comes in if you get it with the Chain Gang, I think. But it's fine. It's fine oh, yeah. as, as just by itself. But it's extra good if you get it with the Chain Gang. As with Mind Barb. Yeah. Yep. It's a real nice control. Yeah. Uh, and the next, the next one is Subtle Mall, which uh, is an artifact and weapon, and it says uh, action. Your opponent discards a random card from their hand. Um, that one. Yeah, that one has also been in every set. Um, yep. That's, I think that makes three cards in Shadows this time around that ha that can make your opponent discard a card. That's um, Avenda, the Subtle Chain, and Subtle Maul. Um, so lots of opportunities to do that. And if you can chain, if you can hot chain, but if you can get several of those working together, then you can kind of wreck their hand. And then there's Fidget, which doesn't affect their hand, but his cards oh. don't. Yep. Yep, still ways to mess with their cards. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's it's very annoying. It's what? It is very annoying if you oh, they yeah. have those cards. Yep. Totally. Cool. Okay. Uh, go ahead. This is my favorite or personal favorite card. Mm -hmm. Uh, has an amber pip. Too much. It is too much to protect. Steal all but yep. six of your opponents. Why it has an amber pip? I don't think everyone, anyone will ever know. <laughs> right, <laughs> like it needs it. Uh, well, you know, sometimes you get it real early and it's not good. Um, so at least you get to have the one amber. But yeah, it definitely is overkill to get it. Um, to get it with, uh, you know, when your opponent does have more than six. And I like there are ways from. Maybe capturing with Skeleton Key to um, playing a Bren, things like that, to drive your opponent up even farther past six if you're going to do this. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's fantastic if you can if you can use other means to make your opponent get a lot of amber and then uh, and then really get huge value out of this fun stuff. Uh, yeah, and I, you can do I most like it. Yeah, I most like it if you compare it with cards that steal one, right? Because if you can do this, and then steal down from six to five, that's where I think the real magic is. And then this one, I believe, is also in all three sets. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, I think if I mean if you want one card that really defines shadows, I think this is it. <laughs> yep. Cool. Okay, you want to do the next one too? Uh, all right. Uh, whisper. Three power creature has elusive action. Lose one if you do destroy a creature. I like the flavor text on this one because it it, may, it definitely clarifies. If it wasn't already clear, it it's which I I've wanted to see in shadows. It's what? They are an assassin, which I've wanted oh, to yep. see in shadows. Yep. Yep. Fits the so. theme and is also very strong. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, so I think like uh, an obvious comparison point would be Volidai, who has reap. Uh, destroy a flank creature and this is worse than that and i mean it's two amber worse but it's better in that you get to pick any creature uh that you want and it's just a straight up destroy creature so uh in that no, it's sense, nice it's getting those good. big creatures especially with yeah. taunt like yep. if they have a dominator on board and they yeah. have creatures next to it just get rid of it yeah absolutely Okay, uh, so next up is Customs Office, which is an artifact. This is this is also a good old card, uh, and it and we're into the rares now, so uh, we're we're about halfway through the cards, I guess, because uh, most of them are rares. So Customs Office says your opponent must pay you an amber in order to play an artifact, and uh, and I, it's if you're playing an art a deck with a lot of artifacts. It is just the worst if your opponent gets this on the board. It is a nightmare, especially with uh, my seven artifact deck. Mm hmm Yep. Uh, so then, and then the next one is a new one, Finch Cloak. Um, and I, I, I think it's funny. Like it's such a, uh, an obvious reference to Robin Hood. You know, Finch instead of. Robin, and then uh, Cloak instead of Hood. Um, but, anyway, uh, Finch Cloak is a 4-power Elf Thief, and her fight and reap ability is, if you have less amber than your opponent, steal one. Otherwise, each player gains one. Uh, that seems pretty good. I think I think that'll be interesting to see, to see that. No, it's play. amazing, especially with uh, too much of a deck. Yeah. Uh... Well, if you have more than amber than them, still. Oh, right, because, yeah, you push them up. Yeah, yeah, it could be crazy. Uh, cool. Yeah, why don't you do the next couple? Uh, another, another artifact uh, has an amber pip gambling den. At the start of each player's turn, that player may name a house. If they do, reveal the top card of their deck. If it is of the named house, they gain two. Otherwise, they lose. Otherwise, they lose uh, two. Yeah, gross. So one thing I wanted to point out with this logos is amazing with this card because not only can you get a draw with knowing what card it is, mm -hmm. uh, also with chaos portal, you can mm. use use chaos portal right afterward, need be. Definitely mm -hmm. make up for it. 
Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, it also, I think, could be quite good with Star Alliance, because Star Alliance has a couple cards that let you sort the top three cards of your deck. And so at that point, you would, um, you, know, you would actually know what's there, which would be pretty good. One, uh, one small disadvantage is, uh, what, what card was it? It was, uh, Samoan, right? Simon? Simon, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be dangerous to, uh, play this with Simon. Oof. Gross. Nope. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. Although, if they have one, it's amazing. Yep. Uh, hunter or hunted action that gains you an amber. Uh, ward a creature or move a ward from a creature to another. It's, it looks pretty good on paper. I'm not sure how well it would play out. Yeah, I think, I mean, being able to ward one of your creatures has a lot of potential in Shadows. There, there are some pretty valuable creatures to keep around. For a turn. Um, it's I nice think, being able to steal a word. Yeah, yeah, that's extra good, I think. Being able to, yeah, effectively unward one of their creatures and, and ward one of yours. That's seems good. Uh, cool. All right. Um, so the next one is Key of Darkness, which is one of those Shadows Key Cheats you were talking about. Uh, yep. It's course not very good but <laughs> right right yeah so and this has been in every set so far this one you you forge a key at plus six current cost if your opponent has no amber forge a key at plus two current cost instead uh i mean if you can forge for eight that's solid but it's it's really hard to make sure that your opponent will be at zero when you have at least eight so i, yeah, I find that this a... just doesn't go off very often the only thing I can see this working with is uh, probably Guards Disguise, which is not in the set that I'm aware of. Yeah, I even, I had this in Age of Ascension in a deck with Guard Disguise, and it still still just wasn't very good. Yeah, it's still not great. Because yep. even then, at the plus two, you have a disadvantage trying to uh, get the plus two. Right. And it's still worse than another key cheat. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then the other one is Key Forgery, which is an artifact with a bonus amber, and it says when your opponent would... Oh, so this isn't a key cheat on you. This is... This, I think, really is almost like a replacement for Miasma. Um, but, uh, yeah, so when your opponent would forge a key, that player names a house, reveal a random card from your hand. If that card is not of the named house, destroy Key Forgery, and they do not forge that key, and no amber is spent. So... Uh, yeah, this, this basically has a pretty good chance of, at some point in the game, making your opponent wait an extra turn to forge a key, which is good. It's amazing at the start if you can get it out early, because hmm. it doesn't get rid of it once they forge a key. It's only if it goes off. Right. You need for all three, and then it piles up their amber for you, if you know... Right. You know what card that would go with. <laughs> yes, they might even have too much to protect. Yep. <laughs> too much to protect. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. Uh, go ahead. 
Uh, lethal distraction action with an amber hip. Choose a creature for the remainder of the turn. Whenever this creature takes damage, it takes an additional turn. There's one effect, I'm not sure if it, uh, I'm guessing that's after the original damage. Uh, yeah, whenever is after. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's that's in the timing chart. Yeah, so I if think it, for, for worked, something like it would Haven... Be amazing uh, with the Vendos. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't think it would work, although thematically I feel like it should, but yeah, I don't think it would. Uh, cool. Go ahead. Next one. Uh, long fuse mines and artifacts with an amber pit. Uh, has Omni sacrifice long fuse mines. Deal three damage to each creature not on the flame. Goes uh pre pretty well with uh either. Really uh, special delivery and mm -hmm. spike trap. Yeah, yeah, or the Kaimor Eclipse, right? You use this and then get rid of the flanks. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, This I think this is one of my favorite Shadows cards. Uh, if you can get this, especially because it's Omni, it just it put, it sets up the situation where your opponent feels like, ah, I don't really want to build up my board more because they're just all going to die. Uh, and I like and when my opponent feels that way. Especially with... Uh... If they have big creature, a lot of big creatures, it's mm -hmm. great with, uh, what was it? Uh, no safety in numbers. Because all the four uh, or higher powers just get wiped. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. Assuming, yeah, assuming you kill the right number of them. Yeah. Um, uh, one to mm -hmm. six. Okay, uh, so next up is Mac the Knife. Uh, repeat from all three sets. Mac the Knife is a three-power elf thief with elusive, and you can use Mac the Knife as if it belonged to the active house. So you can use it on your non-shadows turns. It has action, deal a damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, gain an amber. Uh, that is a pretty nice action. Um, and... Uh, you know, if if you can pull that off where you finish off a creature with the damage from Mac, it's a good way to finish it off and you still get the Amber. Otherwise, you can always reap with it, and that's not bad either. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. It's one of my favorites, especially because you can reap. It's not just the Omni deal one damage to a creature. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. It just makes it that much better. Also, something you can use to fight with in an emergency. Yeah, totally. And again, no matter which house you pick. Yep. Uh, so the next one is Manchego, who's a three-power human thief. When you play Manchego, if you have five or fewer cards in your deck, steal two amber. And it has this the fight one of the... Keep effect. You may shuffle Manchego into your deck, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is one of those cards where it can definitely be useful to get it, save it for later. Mm -hmm. An archive. Yeah, archiving is fine, and it, but it is interesting because if you can get it on the board and and even save it uh, for later, then you know keep it alive, then uh, it can put itself back in your deck toward the end of the game, which is 
Uh, and, and you could potentially have this happen, you know, multiple turns in a row, right, as you get to the very end. So. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the big capability, is if you can do that, it's mm -hmm. just insane. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cool. Mm -hmm. There's actually a card coming up. Oh, actually, it's the next card. Go for it. Uh, rigged lottery. It's an action. Gives you an. It has an amber pip. Each player discards the top five cards of their deck. For each shadows card discarded, its owner gains one. This both has the capability of being able to put it into your deck, get get rid of an amber, mm -hmm. and you can just if you have ten or fewer cards, you can get rid of them. Then uh, play Manchego, mm -hmm. and get the steel two. Yeah, yeah, they could definitely work pretty well together. Yeah. Uh, cool. And then, uh, and then the next one is Ring of Invisibility, which is an upgrade with a bonus amber that says this creature gains elusive and skirmish. Um, yeah. It's great on something like Dominator, and I believe this one has this been in all three sets, or was that? Uh, uh I think it was one? only in Call of the Archons, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Let me let me see here. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just Call of the Archons. Uh, so nope, nope, thing. I was wrong. It's in both. Okay. Yep. Or all three. Yep. Uh, one, you know, why don't you do the next two? Uh, a sack of coins action get, has an amber pip. Deal one damage to a creature for each amber in your pool, which is just great with too much to protect. Yeah. yeah Especially just... on the bigger creatures. It's very... It's basically why key sheets don't exist is because this is a good card in, in this house. Right, right, because, yeah, it's so easy to get a bunch of amber. Yep. Yep. Uh, then we have Scowly Caper, uh, two-hour elf leaf. Has Skirmish. Scowly Caper enters play under your opponent's control and can be used as if it belonged to any house. At the end of your turn, destroy one of Scally Caper's neighbors. So I mentioned this earlier, how you can get rid of it with a special delivery. Wish I had it the one time it was played on my... <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's annoying, and uh, it's it's weird. Although, it is a, it's a bit of a two-edged sword, because you, know, you give it to your opponent, and yeah, it is going to destroy one of their creatures... But it's also an extra creature they can reap with, right? So, um, I'm not totally sure that the math works out great on it. Um, yeah, sometimes nice I feel a little to, uh, bad giving it to them. It's nice if you can uh, ensure that it's not going to... If if you're towards the end and you're about to kill their creatures so you can get captured amber or whatever... It's almost always a good card because they can't get any net out of it. So it's just too short of a time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, cool. Okay. So the next one is Selwyn the Fence. You've mentioned this a few times. Selwyn the Fence is a three power elf thief. 
with fight, remove, and amber from one of your cards to your pool. Uh, this is her third set she's been in. Um, yeah, and it is a cool effect. Like, if you have this with a card like, um, like Skeleton Key, or you have some of the creatures that can capture, it's good. The, the interesting thing to me has been that uh, actually Shadows has never been a house with, with a lot of capture. So it, it feels like there's, there's a little bit of a mismatch, right? Like sometimes she's good, but she's not necessarily good. And she's really best if you have some other house, like let's say Saurian, that, uh, that does a lot of capture. Right, so it's it's a little hit or miss, and that's something that kind of changed in the set with a uh, with uh, the other cards like a uh, the capture. There was a, I'm blanking here. What was one of them? Uh, from the old sets or this one? Uh, this one. There's skeleton key, which is you you steal one. And reap for one. Again, it's actually pretty dang good with Dusk Runner. Yeah, the the other one is Hugger Mugger. Yeah. The one in this set, yeah. Yep. Uh cool, yeah. And then so the next card is Snecklifter, also third set for him. Snecklifter is a two power elf thief. Uh after you play Snecklifter, you take control of an enemy artifact, and while it's under your control. If it does not belong to one of your three houses, it is considered to be of house shadows. And I love so there's this sort of recurrent theme in Shadows cards that isn't in every card. It's it's definitely not as prevalent as like Seal, but it's um, you know, using your opponent's resources uh against them. And or, this is a great or messing of that. with it. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's it's really nice to be able to take one of your opponent's archives and know for sure that it's gonna that you're going to be able to treat it like it's Shadows. Uh, artifacts. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's just either get rid of their resources or you use them against them. Mm -hmm. And um, the next one is the Quiet Anvil. It's an artifact that has an amber pip. Keys cost minus two. After a player forges a key, destroy the quiet anvil. Yeah. My 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 the big thing I see with this is uh you use too much to protect or you play Brand too much to protect, kill Brand with uh whatever you want to use. Mm -hmm. And then quiet anvil or then you use use whatever to steal so they're at none you can use play quiet anvil key of darkness it's a complicated combo but it works mm, so you're right. forging yeah. at current cost yeah yeah that wouldn't be so bad uh yeah i mean i, I it's like complicated sound <laughs> yeah i mean quiet anvil is good anytime you think you're gonna be able to forge before your opponent right so if you ha can pull off a cheat it's extra good for that reason but um yeah it's i think it's just a, a, a it's a good card without a weird combo like that as long as you can time it right um but if you can give it that sort of timing then it, it could be extra good a, a good combo enabler 
and then even without Cave Darkness, it, it's great to have a, a too much to protect with some steel, just so they can't yeah. forge within. Yeah, totally. Uh, cool. Okay. Uh, next one we have a uh, we have a shadow the shadow council. It's a creature with three power has three uh, types: elf leader and thief. Mm. Uh, has elusive. While the shadow council is in the center of your battle line, it gains action steal two. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's so good. <laughs> it's just so situational. You have to keep it out for a turn. It's a big problem. Yep. Yeah, but, you know, it's three... I mean, three power with elusive. Like, it's more likely to stay on the table than Naughty was. So, that's okay, I think. And then, um... Uh, yeah, then you just have to have a way to put enough things out on the flank past it that it stays in the center. But, uh... I, I think so another thing that, uh... Something that Keymore can help in some cases. Actually, no. Never mind. Right, because it's going to uh, remove evenly. Yep. yep. Uh, Less than the woods can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, cool. Okay, so the next one is Treasure Map. This this one's old school. It uh, is an action with a bonus amber. If you have not played any other cards this turn, gain three amber. For the remainder of the turn, you cannot play cards. So, if uh, this is just plain great, yeah, it can be. It in can be quite a lot good. of circumstances. Yeah, a turn one gain four is not bad, um, unless your opponent has swindle. Uh, but yeah, turn one gain four is is definitely not bad, and it's also if you have cards on the board uh, that you can use, then this is really good because it doesn't. Uh, unlike a card like Swindle that has Alpha and Omega, this doesn't actually prevent you from using cards. It just, uh, that extra three amber hinges on you not playing other cards on the turn. Yeah, which makes it all the more better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely more flexible. Uh, and then the next one is uh, Weasand. Um, I think it's like Weasel with sand in there. I don't know. We Weasand, uh, which is a one-power beast thief with deploy and elusive. And it says, if Weasand is on a flank, destroy it. After a player forges a key, gain two amber. Which is pretty cool. No, this is even better with... Uh, uh, what is it? Quite a you're forging for basically negative two if you can forge with Yeah. Yeah, totally. Or sorry, no, not negative two. Uh, that's if you use it with a key of darkness. It's negative four. Just you have yeah. the number beforehand. Right. Yep. Yeah, and, and potentially, potentially this card can give you, can generate eight amber from that effect the course of the game, not counting, you know, if you have like a key hammer or something, but assuming a normal you know, the game ends at three keys uh yeah, that, that could potentially give you eight amber, which is pretty good um, yeah, it seems interesting 
Cool. Well, you want to go over uh, the these last six? Okay. So they're all almost exactly the same, except for they're for uh, the other houses. Uh, so I'll just go over the Bromnar plant. Bromnar plant has one power. It's an elf thief. It has elusive. After a, bro after a player chooses Bromnar as their active house, gain one. And something interesting is it only includes houses of the current set. Right, right. Although Brad has said that if uh, if this card were to show up in a future set where there were a different set of houses, uh, he said there, there's no reason why they wouldn't, you know, make uh, a plant for whatever houses are in the set. Uh, yeah. I'm guessing uh, leg legacies, of course, will not change. It will still be the same. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not sure about that. That'll be that'll be interesting. It's interesting because uh, well, at a least if they haven't right? been removed, if at least it ha if it hasn't been removed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That'll be that'll be interesting to see how that pans out. And my understanding is that the reason this is a special rarity and not just a, um, you know, not just a rare or something, is well, first of all that. You know, yeah. you're if you get one, you're just as likely to get the others. But uh, you can only get one for a house that you have in your deck. So at least that's oh, my current understanding. Yeah. So it will match one of your houses, which means that you will definitely have opportunities to have the amber gain trigger. Um, no, it makes sense. But but if your opponent also has that house, it's extra good. Um, yeah, and and I love you know they did different art, so I'll just kind of for the video I'll pop through these really quick. But uh, you know there's the Deese plant, uh, which is all uh, well. It's still it, the creature is pretty much the same, but you know it's it's it looks much more Deese like. Uh, the Logos plant is like a weird. Uh, Feature, like a weird you can see they're thing. doing some weird thing to it with the whatever yeah. liquid that is. Yeah. Uh, the Saurian plant looks very primeval. Uh, the Star Alliance one looks looks uh, like a space plant, I guess. And then the untamed one uh, looks like uh, maybe a carnivorous plant. Yep. And something interesting to note about uh, Shadows as a whole is... There in in this entire set, there are two non-human or elf creatures. Right, there's uh, an alien. And then, and then the beast. We right. We didn't. Yeah, yeah, and they're mostly elves. Yep. There is a shadow council who has the extra type of leader, and then I think all of them are thieves. Uh. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, yeah, which so, is interesting. Were there? I think in other sets, they might have had at least some that were. Oh, you know, you're wrong. They have a. There's a fairy as well. They also got a. Fairy. Uh, in this set. Yeah, yeah. The um, fidget is a fairy. Oh yeah. But but yeah, you're right. Mostly, it's mostly elves. And um, they're all thieves, at least in this. Yep. 
crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, and I think being able to, yeah, gain an amber anytime that house is chosen, again, especially if you match some houses with your opponent, is, uh, is pretty cool. Uh, do you have a preference on which plant you would get? Uh, um, like, not having, not having the house, but if you're... Yeah, I think, I mean, um... Yeah, I think I'd rather, well, it'll be interesting to see, right? Like, these, uh... Like, what house do you think your opponent would have in our con situation? I feel like, like I feel like, you know, Deese is such a strong house. Um, I'll be excited anytime we get a Deese plant, because it means that I have Deese, and it also means that anytime my opponent takes a Deese turn, I'm going to gain one. Um... And it'll take the pain away mm -hmm. a little bit. <laughs> what about you? Uh, all of them are pretty good. I think uh, probably logo. Either that or uh, disc. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just because they're going to be playing. If they have logos, there's a good chance they're going to be playing it a lot. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, um, I am. Yeah, I'm really excited get to play with these more as we as the set releases and uh we start to dig into it thanks very much for taking the time cadence to go over these with me i really appreciate it thanks for having me yep cool uh see uh see you for thanksgiving see you then